You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. Um, so t- today on, on this third Sunday of Easter, uh, we hear reading, it should be really familiar to you if you've grown up in the church, the the story of the road to Emmaus where two of Jesus' disciples are walking uh, to the little village of Emmaus outside of Jerusalem. And Jesus comes and joins him, joins them, only they don't recognize him. They, 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 don't, know, um, they don't know who he is. Um, and I, I want us to look at this passage just for a minute, but I also, I want you to sort of hold on to that picture and I want you to think back to Easter Day, to the reading that we had on Easter Day from John's account of the gospel. And um, I feel like it's okay for me to put these two readings together in one sermon because this reading starts with later that same day. And it's important to know that the same day that they are talking about is Easter Day. Okay, we get the story a couple of weeks later, but this is that very day. Two of Jesus' disciples, not two of the twelve, but some others, who, as disciples, that means that they followed him around. They listened to him. They heard him. They heard what he said. They saw what, what he did. They were in the know, right? And what are they doing? We're going to Jerusalem, and there we're talking about apparently about how badly things have turned out. And then comes maybe my favorite story uh, that doesn't have you know that doesn't have to do with serious stuff. Uh, but my favorite little snippet when Jesus appears beside them and says, "What are y'all talking about?" I love the irony of the response. Are you the only one? who doesn't know what has just happened here about all these things that have happened and Jesus just sweetly, deceptively innocent. Oh, what things do you mean? Right? And then they go into telling, oh, these things about Jesus of Nazareth who was mighty in word and deed before God and all the people. And here it comes. And we had hope that he was the one to redeem Israel. We had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. People, it's still Easter Day, and they have already given up hope. They're not saying we are hoping. We're hanging on. We had hoped. No wonder they can't see him. No wonder they don't recognize him. They've given up. So uh, Jesus keeps walking with them, though, right? And he says, well, let me, let me explain some things to you. And he goes on. Now, this is where I get envious of them. I, I would love to have Jesus open up the scriptures to me, beginning with Moses and go through all the prophets and tell me what all of it means. But even then, they still don't know who he is. Don't you think at some point you would start to wonder, huh, who could this be? But really, you remember I told you we're going to go back to Easter Day. They're not that different from other folks. 
Remember the reading, the gospel reading from Easter Day? Who remembers? You get a gold star if you remember what happened. Now come on, remember what happened on Easter Day. The stone. The stone was rolled away. That's right. Who saw the stone was rolled away? The women. Mary Magdalene. Somebody said it. I said it. Yes, Yes. Mary Magdalene. Right? Now listen, there ain't nobody in all the gospels closer to Jesus than Mary Magdalene. She loved him. She's the only one in this story who gets up so early on Sunday morning to go to the tomb. And she gets there and the stone is gone. You would think she might be a little excited. But her first thought is to run and find Peter and John. And what does she say? They've taken him. They've taken him away. And I don't know what they've done with him. She doesn't even wait till the evening of Sunday to give up, does she? Right from the get-go, her first thought, they've taken him away. So they go running back to the tomb. Uh, Peter and John, uh, they get the message. Um, but Mary's still standing there crying. And then Jesus appears to her. She doesn't recognize him either. You remember who she thinks he is? The gardener. Next time you get mistaken for the help, don't take it so hard. <laughs> it happened to Jesus. It could happen to anybody. And she says to him, look, if you've taken him away, just, just tell me where he is. I'll go get him. These are not statements of faith, are they? From Mary or from Cleopas and the other one. Walk into Emmaus. How quickly they gave up hope. That's why they can't see. Because they, they've given up. And I love the fact that we just sang the hymn that we did before the gospel. We walk by faith and not by sight. Because Christianity, now our whole faith is based on faith and hope, right? Not the evidence of what we have seen, but what we choose to believe and choose to place our hope in. And if we give up hope, then we're lost. And that would be the case if the gospel were about, you know, us. But it's not. The gospel is about Jesus. The gospel is about God. And the real power in both of these stories is that while Mary and the other two uh, seem to have given up on Jesus, Jesus doesn't give up on them. Because right after Mary thinks Jesus is the gardener, he just says, Mary. He calls her by name. And in that moment, she knows that it's him. And when these two disciples, for whatever reason, don't let this unknown Jesus wander off and say, hey, it's getting late. Why don't you come and stay with us? Jesus sits down at the table with them and just picks up a piece of bread. Now, understand, this is not special bread. Bread in, in those days, bread was your utensil. It was what you used to eat the rest of the food with. It was the most common, basic, fundamental part of a meal. You didn't have a meal without it. It's just plain and ordinary. Jesus picks it up and breaks it and gives it to them. And their eyes are open. In something as simple as sitting down at the dinner table or being called by name, (coughs) Jesus reveals himself to those people who followed him but who had given up on him. 
And so I think the real power in this story, what makes both of these stories the good news, is that they're not about us and our ability to hold on to hope, but about the risen Jesus who will not let go of us even if we let go of him. And that's what Peter tells us in his letter. Our hope and our faith are set on God. So if you don't remember anything else, just remember this. Christianity can be hard sometimes. It's not, it's not always easy because there aren't easy, simple, clear answers written in big, bright letters in the sky. But there is faith and there is hope. So don't be too, too quick to give up on God because God will never give up on us. Amen. Amen.